Louis Max for Grind and Pivot. Due to popular demand, yes, that's right, popular demand, you can now listen to parts one, two, and three of how Mitch and Adrian got together after Mitch being in prison for 38 years. Classic story. Check it out. Thanks for listening. Peace. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Hey all, hope everyone is staying safe during these turbulent times in our country and around the world. Since the day I found out there was an actual Mrs. Smiley, I wanted to know more about her. Wednesday Night Live on Hard Intentions, you do hear her, but she is usually monitoring the live chat and questions, and maybe you see a hand or something like that, but you really don't, you really don't see who it is. So that being said, I'm happy to have the pleasure of sitting down and speaking with the backbone and solid rock of hard intentions, Mitch Smiley, Mrs. Adrian Smiley. How are you? Hi, everybody. Hi, Louie. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. So you must have had quite an interesting life up until this point. And I'm sure one of the things we are all most curious about is... How and when did you meet Mitch? So I think that's a great starting point. I mean, I know a little bit, but I don't think anybody really knows the real story. And I think everybody's on pins and needles, sitting on their hands saying, I can't wait to hear this. So (laughs) you got it. <laughs> well, thanks, Louis, for doing this, and thanks for um, for having me on, and you being on ours, and all of that fun stuff. You have a fantastic podcast, Grind and Pivot, and um, thanks for doing this because I it makes it obviously a lot easier because I feel like we know each other, so it's a lot. You know, I'm not so nervous, so thank you. Good, good, yeah, it. absolutely. Thank you, and uh, <laughs> can't tell you how happy I am. I no, really, uh, sincerely looking forward to hearing this, and just as you said, I feel like I do know you. Yeah. So uh, good, good. We'll have a good conversation for sure. Okay, so let's take it from the top, from the beginning. So, what year? Uh, let's talk. The, t- tell us the year also, um, so we can so, figure out. Let's see, okay, it's nineteen. 19- 86, 87, 88. It's 1987. What is that, Louie? <laughs> you know what that is? I think that's worth actually, that's worth being part of the video or the <laughs> thing. Every night in New York, I don't know about by you, but every night at seven o'clock. Okay. Everybody goes outside or goes on their balcony or terrace okay. and claps for all the first responders the health workers for like two minutes, everybody, right. It's pretty cool. So they do it. So my wife is doing it. She's repping the, uh, the clapping and the bus drivers that come down the middle of the street, they honk. They oh, the same one so honks. Cool. Yeah. Oh, it's cool. I'm going to join that clap. Cause that's yep, so you're, on awesome. you're on it. You're on it. You know what? I'll, I'll tell it. Keep it down out there. <laughs> okay, so 1986, 87. So it's okay. like 87. And so um, so I'm actually, I think this is actually a good time. You're going to ask me this, so I'm just going to kind of address this now because it kind of sets the stage. So 
I was, um, so I, 22 years old in 1986, I was married before I was married to Mitch. I had the same relationship from the time I was uh, like 15 off and on. So I was widowed at 22. And uh, okay. my husband, uh, his name was Frank. Uh, sorry, died, sorry to hear that. Thank you. Um, died in a motorcycle wreck. So, uh, so I was widowed for, it was probably about a, a little over a year. And that's, what, that's kind of my time frame is that was in 1986. And I met Mitch about a year and a half later. So, uh, so, uh, on all to happier things. Uh, so I, you know, I go over and I'm like my, I have a best friend, his name's Chip. Hi, Chip. And, um, and I'm hanging out with him his wife at the time, Colleen, and we used to party on the weekends. I'd go over, they lived in Sacramento. We all lived in Sacramento. And so I'd go over to their house. Colleen used to cut my hair. We just get in conversation. Well, she had this friend, Pam, so I would come visit her. And I thought it was weird because Pam would come over and she'd leave really early in the morning. And I was like, what is like, what's the deal? And Colleen said, oh, her boyfriend's in prison. So she comes and stays with us because it's closer. Mm-hmm. And then she, uh, she goes to see him. So I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And so uh, a couple times after I'd met Pam, Pam was like, hey, she's like, my boyfriend has a friend. Uh, his name's Mitch. Do you want to write to him? And I was like, I am not writing some guy in prison. <laughs> no, I'm good. And so, so you were not um, you 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 were like, it's I was really not, not for I, me. Yeah, it's really not for me. I had a young daughter. You know, she was not even two yet. And, um, and so I just was like, eh, you know, it's not my thing. I worked at a law firm. I was like, you know, I'm not, no. So, uh, she was like, okay, cool, whatever. So she asked me, can I give him your address? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. Like, that's fine. So I gave her my address. So I started getting letters and, uh, they came like, I would usually get about maybe two a week and I would, yeah, I would maybe answer one per his four. What would and, one of the letters say? Give it. Can you give uh, us a little bit of what they introduced himself? And he was like, "Hey, my name's Mitch. Um, you know, Pam gave me. You know, uh, his. Uh, I can't remember. I think it was Tim. Um, gave Frank. That was actually his name. Was Frank? He goes. Frank gave me your address. You know, um, this is why I'm in prison. Um, you know, let's just kind of like get to know each other." And there were really good letters kind of talking about like about how he hobbied, like what he liked to do, that he was an artist, um, that kind of thing. It wasn't really concentrated on why he was there. Uh, just like just really kind of getting to know him. Granted, Mitch's writing is terrible, but his message can come across really well. Got it. I can tell he was super smart uh, yeah. and really um, kind of emotionally intelligent. And so, uh, which surprised me. And so, um, we just kind of wrote back and forth and then, but I still don't know. I went, was like four months went by and I didn't see him and he sent me visiting forms. So, uh, maybe a little bit before mother's day, he sent me a dozen roses and he was like, here's for being like such a wonderful mom. And wow. I just think the world of you. And I just was like, Oh, okay. How can I not go see him? Do you mean? So, uh, so I did. And so I filled out the visiting form, sent it in, did all that fun stuff, which I'll explain later because it's a process. Yes. That's um, really, I'm sure everybody's going to want to know about that. I had been, I'd been to a couple of prisons to see friends of mine. Um, but 
nothing like this. And so, uh, so I sent the visiting form and I got approved obviously. And, um, so I went to go see him, which was on mother's day. I think it was 88. Um, so I'm just going to give you a visual kind of <laughs> to what this through. So, you know, when you go into a prison, it is quite an involved process. Um, which prison, which prison did you so visit him in? In California. And, okay. um, he had only been in for about eight years at that time. And uh, so I go, I'm nervous. Do I'm like, gotta be out? Do you know I mean because I was like, I had a picture of him and he had a picture of me, but that's you know, that was the only thing. So what was good is that Pam was gonna go see her boyfriend. So Pam and I went together. So I didn't feel like I was out there, you know, by myself or whatever. Mm-hmm. So and I have a tendency to talk really fast, so I will. Uh, no problem. I'm a New Yorker that, you know, So I mean, what kind of what, what was going through your mind emotionally um, you know, during the time out. you knew you were going to say you're freaking. I was freaking out. Okay. Was like, oh, my gosh, what am I wearing? And is this fine? Is this not fine? Is he going to think I'm cute? Is he not going to think I'm cute? Am I am I his type? Blah, blah, blah. So let me just say this. When I got Mitch's picture, Mitch was everything that I had ever kind of physically wanted in a male he was tall he had large shoulders he had eyes he had a head full of gorgeous hair and i was like okay this this he's like he's gorgeous and he's smart and he's you know so he definitely reeled me in like it wasn't like a lot of you know smoothie whatever he was just real i mean and so um so so we're going up to the prison i'm freaking out like i'm sweating i'm just like (laughs) Nervous, and I'm just like, oh my god, how is this gonna go? So, um, we walk. I walk in. Pam and I walk in, and Mitch is already out there, and he's sitting. They have these little tiny tables that are like four inches tall. <laughs> They're right. like for like minis, and so um, I walk in, and Mitch stands up, and I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, like, huge. He's tall. He's I mean, huge. He's like, you know, yeah. he's six four. Big boy. Big boy. Um, big boy. And I'm five two. And so I was like, oh, geez, my knees, you know. So he just has this big, beautiful grin on his face. And uh, we, like, give each other a hug. And um, the whole time we were talking, I was just – so really when I saw him, I was like, oh, shit. I better either turn around and walk out right now or – I'm I'm in it. Do you oh, you're I, in too deep. You you oh, so you would think oh, okay. Let I me should, back up for a second since yeah. I know you're flying yeah. here and and yeah, the nerves are going too. Um, getting into the prison the first time. Yeah. What what kind of what they put you through? How nerve wracking was that? It's nerve wracking because you're 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 anticipating that you're not going to get in because you never know what roadblock can come up. They could say, you're not wearing the right pants. Right. Your shirt's too tight. Your skirt's too short. You're not wearing the right shoes. Your visiting pass didn't go uh, through, even though we told you it did. You could have the wrong CO on that day that maybe didn't like Mitch. And so they're going to F with you um, and make it worse. So that's kind of the fear of going in. I wasn't really fearful of going into the prison. I was more fe- fearful of me not getting in. Not getting okay. So they, yeah. yeah. Did you feel it was like kind of us against them when you got there? Like they put you in, into an had an attitude where no, 
they treat, the so they treated you right. I didn't is because Mitch had been there for a minute, mm-hmm, and most mm-hmm. of the people that worked in the front knew him and were really respectful. At that time, they were really respectful of each other. And so, no, I didn't feel that way at all. Uh, I was very, like, they were really nice to me. Um, all my fears, none of those came to fruition that first time. Got you. Times after that, yes, but not that time. So, um, so no, as soon as I got through, you have to, you know, get processed. You have to show your license. You have to bring a clear little plastic bag with money in it. So you can use those on the vending machines. At that time, you could smoke in there. So you could bring like a pack of like unopened cigarettes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the nice thing about that prison was that they had a I know that sounds so weird when you say it out loud. The nice thing about that prison. But <laughs> it had um, it had like a big, huge patio on it and an inside. So you could sit outside. You could sit inside. There was room for you to walk around. Um, so but I didn't really know what to do. To you know what to expect until I walked in there. Um, Pam had given me a little info, but you know, so I get in there and uh, we just really, uh, like I said, we just really connected. And uh, I think visiting used to be like you could get in, you get in line, you stand in line for like two hours, mm-hmm. um, then you'd get in. So we would always line up before, excuse me, and um. I think we got in, I'm going to say not like nine o'clock and then you'd have to leave by three. So we had a fairly long visit, our first one, but I definitely knew at that moment when I walked in that he was definitely everything that I, he was everything I, I thought he would be and more. Wow. And so after that conversation that we had, I was, I was locked in. Of course I wasn't saying that. Do you know what I mean? I wasn't like, oh, like, you know, let's get married and whatever. Like, I just knew it from the yeah, second. Yeah, you knew deep down inside. Him for sure. Um, so it was on, like, after that. I mean, like, I would go up and see him probably, uh, it was maybe a 45-minute drive for me. That's what I was going to ask. So okay. I would, like, take, I would go see him every weekend. I'd take days off work. I'd go early, whatever. So I right, Hang to- on one second. Hold on. So, so many questions. This is, okay. out, this is outrageous. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> so you left that first one that afternoon yeah. with um, Pam, right? Yes. Okay, so you get back in and you get into the car and you're driving or Pam's driving? She's driving. Okay, so you're in the passenger seat. Yeah. You're looking out the window. I did she what did, give me the conversation. I mean, <laughs> paint that picture of were you like were you like oh yeah. my effing lord. Yes, I was oh my effing like really Pam goes, I told you you would like him. Like he's super cool. Like, you know, Frank has nothing but good things to say about him. Um, you know, I know he really liked you. I could tell he was really super into you. Um, and it was just very like frenetic and very like the energy was just super like we went, we would always go out to eat afterwards. So we yeah. went and I was like, I need a drink. I mean, and I was like, so well, yeah, I, that's another thing. Okay. Right. That was after uh, on the way to. No. That was on the way home. I mean, so, um, so yeah, so on the way there, it's nervous energy. Like we're just chatty and, you know, whatever. And then um, we kind of had it planned out, to be honest. I don't even know if Mitch knows this, but Pam's like, okay, 
when we get in there, like we'll sit together so you can kind of get to know him or whatever. And she goes, when you're ready to like, you know, like talk to him by your own, she goes, just like, and you're still in touch with pam right you're still friends i know we're not i have not talked to her i would say in 26 years maybe okay so that's a whole nother story i do know about her so mitch kind of did so okay um, good so you're in the car you're on the way back yeah, so we're so we're on the way back. We're just chatting it up. Like she was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like you know, he was totally into you. She's like, "You've just seen the way he was looking at you, and you know all that, <laughs> that crazy shit." Yeah. So I'm like, you know, again, I'm 20. You know, I'm 24. Yeah. I'm just like Mitch was, I think, what, uh, 26. Um. So yeah. So it was just you know, Mitch would call me, and at that time, oh, when people would call you from a prison. Average was about two dollars and fifty cents a minute. Wow. So yeah. if they called you collect, oh, uh, which okay. is the only way they had at that time. So Mitch and I would spend Mitch would hang up the phone. He'd buy people's phone time. We'd be on the phone all of the time. When I wasn't up there, we he would call me. He worked and everything like that. So um, but here is a here is a misconception that people make about guys in prison. Well, in my case, um, I rarely sent Mitch money. It was the opposite. Mitch really? Because that's the question I did ask. Did you have yeah. to hold him down? Mm-hmm. I know he was definitely working in. So he said, so he sent you. He actually helped you. Interesting. hundred percent. Me and his mom. And wow. so, uh, so he would send me like, you know, if we had, a so if you have a family visit, which I'm going to get into in a second, mm-hmm. um, you, at that time, you could bring your own food in with you, but you had to obviously buy your food, bring your groceries in. So Mitch would always send me money before we had a visit so I could get, buy all his, you know, it couldn't be over like a certain weight. Um, so uh, like the food or whatever, they had to, you know, run through an x-ray machine, all that crazy shit. But yeah, yeah. he would always send me money when we would go on visits like that. So yes. So that was, um, that was, so we got, uh, yes. So that would answer that question. That's kind of how we met and how that played out. And we were kind of inseparable from the time that I went to go see him until we got married in there. That's amazing. Okay. Hang on. So you started the relationship. The relationship is going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you tell friends, coworkers, that you were actually had a relationship with a man in prison right away? You know, when did you start to open up about that? Um, in some ways I didn't, uh, because again, I worked at a law firm in, uh, by the Capitol in Sacramento. Um, people at that time, you, you know, were mm-hmm. super judgmental, even my friends. A hundred percent. My friends knew that I was seeing him. Uh, they knew where I was seeing him. Uh, but most of my coworkers, uh, I would say that Mitch was a truck driver. That's what I used to say, because I was like, I didn't want them passing judgment on him. I, you know, at 24 year, I was actually very concerned about, I was trying to better my career. I was trying to do things like that. And I didn't want to have all that on me. And honestly, I used to have, I still do kind of a little bit, but I had a very, 
I don't want to say bad temper, but I was very quick. Impulse, uh, yeah, and so very impulsive. And so I didn't want to go off on anybody. I didn't want to do that. And so I just kind of kept it in check. And that was my story. That was my story to most everybody except my really close friends. Right. Obviously, no. Um, did you no. did you think did you ever think I'm just thinking of this now because um, yeah. did you ever think that working at the law firm 